Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's the one. Talk sheet. Recorded live. Now you got to be like Paul. You got to believe this. When Paul got in Christ, Paul in Christ said stuff he couldn't say when he wasn't in Christ. In Christ, he said, I have, I have wronged no man. Now, if you don't understand this in Christ philosophy, you're going to say, Paul lied. I can take you to the book of Acts and show you where he persecuted Christians. Hold on now. That was Saul outside of Christ. It was Paul in Christ that said, I wronged no man. But you keep looking at Paul outside of Christ, and you do the same thing with yourself. You keep referring to yourself that's passed away as if it didn't pass away, and you are not realizing that you are a species in Christ that you could not be without Christ. Old things passed away. What happened now? Behold, what happened? All things are become what? So if all things have become new and you in Christ, you knew. Say out loud, I'm in Christ. I'm dead in Christ. And at the same time, I live in Christ. There's a scripture that says I'm hidden in Christ. I'm hidden in Christ. So when you stepped in Christ, it's like it's like it's like you step in one of those little you know, in the basketball game, they have a little mascot and stuff. You step in one of them little suits. Dude, you step in, you, you hidden. I can't see who in that suit because they're, 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 they're hiding in the suit. Well, so likewise, now that you are hidden in Christ, all I see is Jesus. All right, now watch this now. First Thessalonians 5.23. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Glory be to God. And I noticed something now. This is a familiar scripture, but I want to show you that once you're in Christ, everything now lines up with, with that. And the very God of peace or wholeness sanctify you or separate you wholly now. Not, not H-O-L-Y, but W-H-O-L-Y. All one piece now. He's going to put it all in one piece. He says, I pray God your whole spirit which is in Christ, will now get your soul whole in Christ, which will now get your body whole in Christ. Hallelujah. So everything's going to begin to line up with who you are in Christ. It's going to line up with what you're in Christ, and out of, out, out of that is going to affect your spirit and your, your soul and your body. All right, now look at this. Second, uh... I'll, I'll give you this. I'm not going to turn to Second Corinthians 4.4. 4. He, he, he wants to blind the minds of them that believe not so that uh, the glorious gospel won't come unto them. They won't know what, what, what the, this glorious gospel is all about. Now, I'm getting ready to show you something that's pretty radical. And, 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 I, and I want you to see this now. I want to ask you a question now. 
Who are you? You see what I mean? You don't even know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Child of God, Jesus, you're just saying everything. <laughs> Go to Mark chapter 1, verse 14 15. Now I'm going to ask you again. See, he, he went to Adam and Eve. They didn't know who they were. So he used their lack of confidence and their ignorance concerning who they were and robbed them blind or with their eyes open. Came to Jesus. Jesus knew exactly who he was. He says, I am God. And Jesus said very clearly, I, I, he said he thought it not robbery. He says, I am God. I ask you again, who are you? Who said that? Go on, girl. If I have some money, I'll give it to you. In my pocket. I ain't trying to say I'm broke. I just ain't got nothing in my pocket right now. I got God's money, but you can't have that. Uh, why would you say Christ? Oh, no, no, hold on a minute. I'm talking to her. You're too late. She got it first. Wait, wait. Why, why would you say Christ? The Bible says that I'm hidden in Christ and that his life is my life. Because you in him? Because I'm hidden in him. I'm in him. And all you can see about me is him. Because I ain't there no more. I'm there in him. But you can't see my life no more. The life that I live is not his life. Everything about me is him. Everything about me, you have to see him to see me. You can't, you can't even see me unless you see him because I'm in him. So if I'm in Christ, would it now make me a Christian? I'm... Who am I? I'm Christ. Creflo Augustus Christ. And some of y'all shaking a little bit. Like, what you say? I'm Christ. You don't look like Christ. Now you 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 ain't seen that yet. Oh, if you can see me on the inside, I look like Christ. I, I am transferring who I am on the inside to my mind. It's working its way on my physical body. And one day, when the trump of God sounds and the dead in Christ will rise first, and those of us who are alive and well shall be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. I'm Christ. Let me ask you a question. But this, I know this is radical, but you, do you have any problems telling somebody you're a Christian? You don't? Okay, so let me ask you this. What makes you a Christian? Coming to church? What makes you a Christian? Praying? What makes you a Christian? You a Christian? A t-shirt? Okay, so why are you a Christian? Because Christ lives in you. You are a Christian because Christ lives in you, right? So you call yourself a Christian only because the Christ is in you. Literally, you are a Christian because Christ lives in you. But here, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's the deal. But you 
believe it. You'll say stuff like, I can do all things through. You'll say stuff like, greater is he who is in me than he. And then you get home and you see yourself as a mere human. Flawless, powerless, and can't do nothing. And you fall on your face and look to heaven as if Christ is up there somewhere. Because you don't know who you are. And everything Christ got, you got. But you don't no, 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 clap, no, clap, no, clap, no, clap, no, 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 I am telling you, you're Christ. Now, what makes you different from, well, not really, but here, look at what Christ did. He put in you the full trinity. God in Christ, Christ, and the Holy Ghost. And now you in Christ, dead in Christ, yet alive, and now you have the privilege of living his life. Not yours, yours dead. You now have the privilege of living his life. And when asked who you are, with hesitation you say, a child of God. No, I'm Christ. Religion, religion fighting you in your head. It's only the thinking you've had from religion that's causing you to hesitate. Satan's philosophy is causing you to accept who you are, this new species that's never existed before. And so now let me show you the issue. Until you become confident about your identity, like he robbed Adam, he will continue to rob you of the glory. Watch this. Mark chapter 1 and 14. Let's read it out of the Amplified. Let me show you because I'm going to show you the difference between real repentance and saying I'm sorry because he told us what to do and we didn't do it because religion tainted repentance. Now after John was arrested and put in prison, Jesus, sent, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the good news, the gospel of the kingdom of God. 15. And saying the appointed period of time is fulfilled, completed, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. What do you mean repent? Have a change of mind which issues in regret for past sins, and then, change, and then you can have a change of conduct once you change your mind for the better, and you can believe, you can trust in, you can rely on, you can adhere to, and, you can have, you, and the good news of the gospel if you repent. Now, for most people, we thought repentance was a change of behavior. You see somebody misbehaving, you say, oh, you need to repent. You're saying you need to change the way you behave. But a change of behavior is not real repentance. A change of behavior is the fruit of real repentance. Let me say that again. A change of behavior is not repentance. A change of behavior is the fruit of repentance. To repent means to change your mind. To change your mind. And I say, Lord, about what? 
about who you are. Change your mind about who you are. And then when you change your mind, then your belief will change. If you, if you think right, you'll believe right. If you think wrong, you'll believe wrong. Change your mind about your identity. You used to be a sinner, saved by grace. And the reason why I know you, you don't know your identity, because people, Christian people go around talking about, I'm just an old sinner, saved by grace. You are, you, you, you've been deceived. You don't know who you are. You are no longer a sinner saved by grace. You are a new creation. You are Christ. But you don't grab that because you hadn't changed your mind about who you are, which means you don't really believe who you are, which means your behavior, no matter how hard you work to change it, will always go back to the same behavior until you change your mind about who you are. I got to change my mind about who I am. I'm in Christ. I'm in Christ. I'm in Christ. See, when you change your mind about who you are and you see I'm in Christ, I'm in Christ, I'm in Christ, poverty can't work there, lack can't work there, failure can't work there. Oh, let me show you a scripture real quick. Genesis chapter 8, verse 4. Genesis chapter 8, verse 4. Genesis 8, verse 4. You know, the Old Testament is the shadow of the things to come. So I'm going to show you a shadow of you being in Christ and what that means for you who are in Christ. And the ark rested in the seventh month on the 17th day of the month upon the mountains of Ararat. No, stay there. Verse 4, that's all I want to see. Now, most people, when you read that, you say, and, and what, what you just say? And the ark rested in the seventh month on the 17th day of the mount, month upon the mountains of uh, Ararat. Rat. What does that mean? Well, uh, Ararat is a Hebrew word which means the curse is reversed. The ark rested on the mountains of of Ararat, where the curse that caused the flood was reversed. Now, the seventh month of the 17th day was the day or the feast of the first fruit. 4,000 years on that same day, Jesus was raised from the dead. This is a shadow, the ark resting on Mount Ararat the place where the curse is reversed. A shadow of today, we are the ark. And we are in Christ, the mountains of uh, Ararat, where the curse has been reversed. And every person that's in Christ, the day you got in Christ, the curse was reversed. So what does it mean for you now to be resting in Christ? Here's what it means. Sickness is not allowed to operate there. Poverty is not allowed to operate there. Failure is not allowed to operate there. Because any curse that came from the devil while you are in Christ, while you are resting in Mount Ararat, it cannot operate because that is the place where the curse has been 
try to come and operate? Why is it operating there? Because you don't know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, you will never acknowledge, you can't operate here. I'm in the mountains of Ararat. I'm in Christ. You can't operate here. Go to Philemon uh, verse 6 real quick. Philemon verse 6. You can't operate here. Black can't operate here. Something happens when you start. You know, every time I get a revelation, the first thing I do, the first thing I do is put it in my mouth. I put it in my mouth. I put it in my mouth. I put it in my mouth. Because if you believe it, you'll say it. And when you say it, you'll believe it. But you can't have no silent belief. Even when you got saved, you had to confess with your mouth. Look at this. All right, I'm, all right, I, all right, Pastor, I believe I'm Christ. I'm Christ. Somebody asked me who I am. I'm Christ. He said that the communication of your faith may become effectual or it'll start working, that your faith will start working. The communication of faith may, may become effectual. How? By the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ. You know what it means to acknowledge? Admit it. Admit the good things that are in you that are in Christ. So I admit that I'm blessed in Christ, that I'm healed in Christ, that I'm delivered in Christ. Watch this. I'm perfect in Christ. You have to admit it. And some Christians, you're too scared to admit it because you look at your behavior and your behavior keeps telling you who you are not. And as long as you don't realize who you are, you're going to continue to misbehave because <laughs> behavior won't change until confidence in your identity is obtained. Go to Colossians chapter 1, 27 and 28. Colossians chapter 1, 27 and 28. Now watch this carefully now. This whole deal is about, can you today acknowledge your identity? Jesus acknowledged his identity, and Satan had to leave. Adam and Eve did not acknowledge their identity, and he robbed them. Acknowledging is a huge part. Now look at this. Very familiar scripture. Now you understand it. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory. What is glory? Is it, is it mist and clouds? In some forms and manifestations they've referred to it. But what is it literally? It is manifestation of God's goodness. To whom would make, oh, I'll say that, Lord. Yeah, I'll say that. God said, declare over their lives the upcoming manifestation of his glory. You are about to see his glory, not just at church, but you're going to see it at home. You're going to see it on your job. You're going to see it in relationships. You're going to see it in your children. You're going to see it in your finances. The glory of the Lord is about to rise and shine in your life. Somebody shout glory. To whom? To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory. He's going to make it known. Of this mystery amongst the Gentiles. Which is? What is this mystery? What is this mystery? 
What is this mystery? The what? All right, so what did he just say? Hope is an earnest expectation of good. Glory is the manifestation of his word, really manifested word. All right, look, look what he just said. Christ in you is the reason you can expect manifestation. Do you realize that there's a devil loose on this planet? His objective is to get inside your head and give you a philosophy, a belief system, or a lens that you view the world through so that you won't see things from the word's perspective. Now this is why the devil works so hard to try to rob you of what Jesus has already given you. He wants to control your life and make it seem like the word doesn't work. Now as I teach in today's must-have series, Conquering the Ultimate Deception, the only way to know that you have the right philosophy about life is when it is derived from God's word. As Christians, our philosophy should be molded in Christ. So to renew your mind about your, your true identity in Christ and how to obtain God's philosophy, get your copy of this powerful collection right away. If philosophy, if your belief, if your values, if your lens does not come from God's word, it's wrong. It is time to bring forth infallible proof of who we are in Christ Jesus. When the devil comes to you and says, you're going to be broke all your life, you should say, it is written. My God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. When the devil says you're going to die of this sickness and disease, it is written with his stripes, I am healed. That's how you respond. You don't respond based on what somebody said, what some news report said, what some, what some, some, uh, some study said. You respond by what is written. In Creflo Dollar's uniquely packaged series, Conquering the Ultimate Deception, he exposes religion and tradition with the truth of God's Word. Stop the subtle traps of the world's philosophies that keep you from your true identity in Christ. Once you know the truth about who you are, you will walk with your God-given authority. Order the five-message series today and get ready for an exciting revelation. We'll also include Grace, What It Is and What It Is Not, a foundational mini-book that dispels the myths about grace. Don't be deceived any longer. Get the combo now for a love gift of $45 or more. Or for a gift of any amount, receive the enlightening mini-book, Grace, What It Is and What It Is Not. Trust God's truth for your life. Contact us today. Jesus said that whatever you do for the least of these, you do for me. Now, this is why Creflo Dollar Global Missions exist. Every year, our outreach missions team travels to the uttermost parts of the world to assist people with their physical needs and share God's grace with them. Now, how do we accomplish all of this? Because people like you give sacrificially to support the vision of this ministry. The answer to everything that ails this world is Jesus Christ. So, thank you for equipping us to show a lost and dying world that Jesus can heal them everywhere they hurt. We love and appreciate you so very much, and God bless you. To support this ministry and its many outreach endeavors, you may call the number on your screen or give your financial donations online. Thank you for your faithful financial support. It's our sincere, heartfelt prayer that God's great grace will superabound in your life today and always. God bless you.
teaching of the grace of God and the righteousness of God will not set people free to sin. What it will do is it will set people free from the dominion of sin. Any person who has Jesus on the inside of them has the fullness of the Godhead bodily inside of them. You are dead to the law, free from the law, not under the law. Christ is the end of the law. The gospel is an invitation to happiness. The gospel of God's grace is an invitation to joy. Whatever I need in life, grace has already provided. the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries for making this program possible. For your donation of $77 or more, the Word Network proudly offers a special gift, Oral Roberts' 10 Crusade Favorites. Hosted by his son, Richard Roberts, the DVD includes three discs of numerous messages from years of crusades. I thank you. I thank you. I can talk. Without stuttering. Without stuttering. I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> Robert's anointed teachings and miraculous healings are vivid examples of the power of the Word of God that will literally change your life. Now, Mike, you're going to your mother, and we hope and pray you won't lamp. Walk right on off, Mrs. Oh, look at that. Bring him back there, minute. Bring this is an exclusive offer for Word Network partners only. So call now for Oral Roberts' 10 Crusade Favorites, a timeless message of faith and healing for all generations. I believe this DVD series by my father, Oral Roberts, will literally change your life. Catch the inspiration of Joseph Prince next on the Word Network. Now seen in over 90 million homes in the United States and 200 countries abroad, the Word Network is the largest African-American religious network in the world. The following paid program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. Today with Joseph Prince. Righteousness in the gospel, righteousness in the New Testament, is a gift. It's a gift that's paid for by Jesus. Boldly declare God's promises over your life and break free of your negative circumstances. Today, as a thank you for your gift of any amount to the ministry, we will send you Joseph's brand new CD, DVD, and journal set, The Power of Your Words together with the Glorious Grace 2016 wall calendar. Also available for a specific gift to the ministry is a collection with Joseph's latest hardback book, Grace Revolution. This is one of the most important books I've ever written. I hope you'll pick up a copy, and I believe that you and your loved ones will be greatly blessed by it. This collection includes the Right Believing Capsule, an MP3 player loaded with 55 sermons, as well as other exciting resources. To order these resources, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org today. How are you all doing? Amen. The story 
of Abraham and his two sons, Ishmael and Isaac, and the Bible tells us in Galatians 4, all right, the typology is there in Galatians 4, Ishmael was born of another woman, and that woman is a type of Mount Sinai, all right, a type of the law, and the Bible says it produces bondage. But we are the children of the free. We as Isaac was. What is it? Jesus walked through, feel there are flowers blossoming at the foot of Mount Hermon, and God said, I will cause you to be productive like Mount Hermon. Even though you can look out of your window and see dry places all around you, I will cause you to have a beautiful experience because I will cause you to prosper like the dew that falls upon Mount Hermon. And it says, for there, God commands the blessings of there. Where is the there? Wherever you have unity, wherever you have cohesiveness, wherever you have connectivity, wherever you have agreement, there God commands, commands a blessing. He commands a blessing. I like it when it says God commands it. Let me set the record straight here. You're not dealing with some weak, lily-livered, passive, indifferent, weary, frustrated God who's on life support and needs somebody to come rescue him from the turbulent times that we're in right now. I don't know. I don't know. The economy may be in trouble. The government may be in trouble. The internal revenue may be in trouble. But God is not in trouble. And he's not broke either. He's got everything you need to get you where you need to go. We may be trying to figure it out, but God is sovereign. He's sovereign. He's sovereign. He absolutely reigns in auspicious, bodacious authority. The Bible said he sits on the circle of the earth. Hallelujah. Like a judge sits on the bench, God sits on the earth and says, everything on your planet is up under my auspices and up under my control and up under my authority. And he said, if it's a thing, I got it. If it's a thing, I can do it. If it's a mountain, I can move it. If it's a yoke, I can break it. If it's a problem, I can destroy it. If it's a disease, I can fix it. If it's a burden, I can lift it. If it's a yoke, I can destroy it. I am your God in the spot. When Jesus came to a city, he would turn a city upside down. Can you imagine how many people wanted Jesus to come to their city? Lord, have mercy. I get about 5,000 invitations a year with folks just wanting me to come, and I ain't nobody. Can you imagine Jesus, the demand? If King Jesus was making house calls to cities or houses, or sit, who wouldn't want him? When Jesus got in a city, he turned cities upside down. Lepers were cleansed. Blind eyes were opened. Lame people picked up their beds and started walking. 
He opened up the graveyard. Dead men started coming out of the graveyard. If Jesus got in a city, he stopped a funeral processional, run down and touched the casket, and then all of a sudden they hear noise up under the bus and say, Mama, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. When Jesus got there, the photo, when Jesus walked in a city, he would turn the place out. In my text, my brothers and sisters, Jesus has come to Capernaum. <laughs> Jesus has come to Capernaum. And as he's come to Capernaum, the oddity now about him coming to Capernaum is normally when Jesus came into a city, the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the halt and the lame and the blind and the sick all came out. The church people and the problems came out to meet him. But when Jesus came to Capernaum, his greeting committee was so different that the writer says, I've got to write this down in the scriptures. Because this is an unprecedented situation in Capernaum. We have never seen it on this wise before. No stretchers, no carts, no wheelchairs, no canes, no crutches. No, that's not what came. No believers, no singers, no dancers, no palm leaves. No, that's not what came. No Pharisees, no Sadducees, no scribes, no debaters. No, that's not what came. It wasn't even a religious people at all. It wasn't even a religious person at all. It was one secular authority, a general, a secular Gentile general called a centurion. He was called a centurion because he commanded a brigade of a hundred men. When he spoke to them, they did what he said. He was a trained killer. He was a trained assassin. A centurion was just as strong of a leader as possible, trained in warfare, skilled in daggers and knives and swords and running chariots. He was a master at war. And he came to see Jesus. not a priest. This is not a priest coming to see Jesus. This is not even a Jew. This is a Gentile, rough and rugged soldier. You know how soldiers were in Jesus' day? They took cities, set them on fire, burned them down, raped the women, killed the men, snatched the possession. This was a tough man was a red cell. This was an agent. This was a man who had choked people to death in his own hands. He was a man in power and a man in authority, but he came to Jesus. Can you imagine the murmuring of the staff? Who is that coming over there to see Jesus? Who's that coming over to see Jesus? You see that there? That ain't no church man coming down here to see Jesus. What in the world he wants? Peter holding on to his sword. It's going to be trouble. Thomas said, I may have to leave and get out of here. All of them standing around. Judas holding on to the money. Here comes the centurion with his royal 
display his helmet and his purple majesty decorating his helmet to signify the fact that he is in charge. His cape attached to him set him apart from other men. His boots strapped up the leg, his sword hanging down his side, his shield in his arm, and he comes to see Jesus like the leader that he is. <laughs> he knows nothing about the Torah. He knows nothing about the Quran. He knows nothing about religiosity. There is no Bible. He knows nothing about the Feast of Weeks and Feast of Unleavened Bread. He knows nothing about the Feast of Tabernacles. He knows nothing about the Feast of Pentecost. He knows nothing about the Temples and Tabernacles. Nothing about Solomon. Nothing about David. But he knows something about power. Mm comes and he says to Jesus a very revealing and often overlooked credential. He says, my servant is sick of palsy. One translation says, I've got a slave who's got a sickness. I want to know why is this centurion who controls a hundred men. This is not one of his soldiers that's sick. This is not like the Syrophoenician woman. This is not a daughter grievously vexed of the enemy. I understand why mama would come to see Jesus about her daughter. I understand why a captain would come about his best soldier. But this is a captain coming not about a soldier and not about a son. He's come about a slave. My slave is sick. Why does he care? He could buy another one. Slaves were bought and sold every day. But he comes to see Jesus about a slave who was sick of Paul. Palsy is not contagious. If I have a condition, a paralytic condition, it's not contagious. He's not afraid for his life. Why would a man who is trained in taking life now comes to save a life. And the life of a slave, no less. And he has one opportunity to see a traveling Jesus. And he comes to talk to him about a slave who is sick of palsy. And wonder of wonders, miracles of miracles, Jesus says that thing that we all want to hear him say, I will come to your house. Look at your neighbor and say, he will come to your house. Now, 
about ten people say something. Maybe, maybe out of this 7,000 or so people that are here this morning, maybe only ten of you need him to come to your house. But I want to tell you again, Jesus said, I will come. Preachers, do you hear what I'm saying to you? Jesus said, I will come to your house. Still to come on the Potter's Touch. See, God is looking for somebody who will step away from the ordinary, move away from the mundane, step away from the natural, and step over into the supernatural, wonder-working power. Look at your neighbor and say, this is not going to be natural. It's not even going to work out in the natural, because it's coming from the supernatural. People will follow you if you inspire them. He knows how to move you to the next level. If we have this information, then we're not going to make so many mistakes after all. I want to learn more and more so I can impart to my people. You just have to come and meet the people who've made it happen. Having vision and purpose will help us fulfill the destiny that God has called us to. It's not too early to register for the International Pastors and Leadership Conference 2016. Think yourself clear. Register online today at pastorsandleaders.org. what you would do getting ready for Jesus? Can you imagine, you know, that the, those plates you don't eat out of and that, that silver, you know, that you keep away from the kids and they better not touch it and those glasses that you have for company and, and your best sheets and your best linen and your best... Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Get everything ready. Clean up under the bed. Clean around the bed. Move furniture and run. Why are you cleaning like that? Jesus is coming. See, when you know Jesus is coming to your house, you want to get some things ready for him to show up. If he would have said to me, baby, if he would have said to me, if he'd come this morning and say, I will come to your house, I'd say, good, wait a minute. I'm going to go ahead. You, you follow me. I'll be along in a minute. I got to go. Yes, you know, you know, I left my coffee cup out and the plate on the sink and I got to because Jesus is coming. Wait, Jesus, wait. I want you to come, come over. Sometimes you don't have to hide to get ready for Jesus. Sometimes the move of God is so quick, you just got to be ready when he comes. You don't have time to fix anything. You don't have time to move anything. It's time. Jesus, to show up at your house. The centurion says no. He told Jesus, I know you got a little authority. You work for the government and everything. Do you know who this is? Do you know who this is saying, I will come to your house, and you up here talking about no? Do you understand this is the water-walking Jesus, the blind-eye-opening Jesus? This is the Jesus who walks on water. This, hey, hey, this is the Jesus that when he needs to pay taxes, he calls a fish. Oh, 
over to the side, don't even take a boat, reaches in the fish's mouth and pulls money out of his mouth. I mean, then he got every. I know you think you got something, but if he needs it, he can create it. This is the Jesus who can do it. And you say, no. I'm about to be insulted. If he hadn't heard up and said, you don't have to come to my house. I know who you are better than your own church folk know. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying to you. See, the church folk didn't even run out to meet him. Because sometimes church folk have gotten so used to Jesus that we lose our excitement and enthusiasm. Sometimes it's got to be some sinner in trouble to show you how to have church because you done brought your wonderful self and sat down in here complaining about some of everything. But if you're really in trouble, you're just glad to be in the number one more. says, you don't have to come to my house. You can stop right here in the middle of the road. I know you're busy. I know you got other things to do. You don't have to physically come in my house. Just stop where you are and speak the word only. Touch three people say, say it, say it, say it. to lay hands, you don't have to get out no oil, you don't have to wrestle with the devil, you don't have to plead the blood, all you gotta do is say it! You see, Jesus, I come to you, I'm a centurion, and, and I, I have figured out who you are with no Bible. <laughs> I didn't go to vacation Bible school, and I didn't go to Sunday school, and I wasn't trained up in church, and I don't know, and sometimes, you see, all of that stuff can be a liability, because sometimes religion can trap you and put God in a box, where if it's not in your pre-book, you don't believe that God can do it, and God will get somebody that hadn't been tied down to all of that dogma, and bring them in and say, I'm going to find somebody who believes me. Oh, oh, at the God, Jehovah Shammah, who manifests himself on each person's level. The God who says, if you're a carpenter, I'm a nail in a sure place. 
And if you understand masonry, then don't worry about the nail. I'll be the chief cornerstone. And if you understand astrology, I'm the bright and morning star. If you understand horticulture, I'm the lily of the valley. If you like roses, I'm the rose of Sharon. If you're hungry, I'm the bread of heaven. If you're thirsty, I'm living water. I'm a school. Who shall I say to me? I am that I am. I can do whatever I want to do. I'm God. To the centurion, I'm a general of the highest order. And I will reveal myself according to your experience and use your experience to reveal who I am. The centurion says, I am a man in authority and under authority. Let's look at authority. See this sword, Jesus? This is power. You see this robe I have on. You see this helmet I wear. That's authority. Power is force. You know, I'm going to make you behave. Most of the time I don't have to use my power because of my authority. God said, if I need power, I can call 10,000 angels. But I'm not going to have to use my power. I'm not going to have to use my dunamis where you get dynamite and blow up your house trying to save your house. I'm going to use my exousia, which means authority, to take control over your house. And the man says, I don't need a Bible to understand that you're the boss of the overworld and the underworld and even the demons have to obey you and the witch has to say yes sir and the devil has to say you're the boss and sickness has to fall out of the floor and palsy can't stand her. You are the king of kings and the lord of lords and the mighty God speaks the word only. Shake your neighbor and say, if he says it, it's going to happen. If he says it, it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm talking about that situation in your house. I'm talking about that circumstance with your kids. I'm talking about them bills that's been on your nerves. I'm talking about that affliction on your mind. If God says it. Commanded. They stood in the middle of the road. And Jesus looked at the man and said, Look at here, look at here, look at here. I finally found somebody who knows who I am. See, God is looking for somebody who will step away from the ordinary, move away from the mundane, step away from the natural, and step over into the Supernatural, wonder-working power. Look at your neighbor and say, this is not going to be natural. It's not even going to work out in the natural. Because it's coming from the supernatural. Jesus said, as thou hast believed, 
it has been done. You wonder why we're happy. Because we've been believing God for something. And this is the Sunday morning when God says it's already. I hate to stop there. I absolutely hate to do it, but I got to do it. I'm out of time. I'm out of money. I got to go. But I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you. I hope it blessed you in some way to understand the power to command. And that you use it to orchestrate and move things along in your life that may have been stagnant, stuck, or frustrating to you. God is faithful. Go forward with confidence, knowing that it is already done. Say that with me. It is already done. Believe that. Walk in that and understand that. I want you to have a great week. I want you to be strengthened with all might. And I want you to get a copy of my book, Destiny, because I believe it will unlock some treasure that will help you to stand. Have a blessed one till you and I can meet again. Shut the door. Wait on the Lord. God's got the victory. He promised to bring you out. Shout it! For your gift of any size, you will receive the message God's GPS on CD from the series Now and Found. Do you associate success with money or with prayer? Maybe it's hard for you to pray because you do not draw a line between what you hope for and prayer. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive Bishop's Revealing series, Now Unfound, on two DVDs. Something that you have been wrestling with and threatening you, God said he's going to bring that thing to his knees. However, for your gift of $125 or more, you will receive Now I'm Found on two DVDs and Secret Agents of Change on two DVDs, plus our Agents of Change Transformation Kit that has a notepad, travel mug, and transformed 30-day Journey of Change journal full of encouraging words catered just for you and powerful scriptures, as well as a pen to help you track your transformation. Remove the obstacles in your path with Now I'm Found today.
your journey. Reflections, a Daystar original program. Daily on Daystar. God can use all of us to make a difference, like the way his gifts are being used with Daystar. You've experienced it. Now, tell a friend to watch Daystar. Today's generation makes Daystar their home for fake television. Daystar, experience it. The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. I went to bed on a regular night like I have my entire lifetime. I woke up at 2 o'clock with, I uh, thought I was literally dying of a heart attack in that moment. And for the next three months, uh, James and Betty, I was pretty much out of commission. My mind basically shut down. My brain shut down. And doctors said Coming up on Life Today, pastor, speaker, and founder of the passion movement, Louis Giglio, shares about a time when he felt like his place in God's story was over. Opportunity. I'm James Robinson. My wife, Betty, and I welcome you. Louis Giglio is with us. Uh, if you don't know what passion is and the, the church that he pastors in the Atlanta area, well, check it out. And go to the website. We'll tell you how to find it in a little bit. But what he's doing with young people, and it's just absolutely overflowed coliseums. It's just, Betty and I have actually played some of not only the message that Louis delivers and others, but, but the worship with, with students and young people. And you're literally lifted into the presence of the Lord. I mean, it's absolutely indescribable. And uh, I think you can find on their website, which, again, we'll direct you there in just a little while. You'll probably see and visit some of these encounters with the presence of God. But he's written a book called The Comeback. Now, li listen to the subheading. It's not too late, and you're never too far. I have an idea it means too far gone, too far down. You, the healer, 
Hello, hello, hello. Yellow, orange, blue, red, green, purple, brown, black. Anybody there?
Don't know if anybody's on or not, but good morning, good morning, good morning. Okay. Rande de go session, rande de go sarande de go session, rande de go sarande de go session, rande de go sarande de go session, rande de go sadaka. Boshi de go session, 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 rande de go saka. Horum branded go session, branded go session, branded go session, branded go session, branded go se. Horum branded go sa handaka. Borayarakasa Bosike arakomboke he ho ramboko rendere kasa ho yarandeke harabose ho randike ho ramboseke burandire kasa go rambukasa harandire kasa dorokoseke harandire kasa ndike he Boki kakataka doko deke daka daka ramboko randirike seteke he. Borasa dehe shirka randako desheke rarangasa. Borandirike se boka haa shirakosa. Boka haa shirakoseke. Boka haa shirka randiriko se shiriko se shiriko se shiriko se. Boririka saka. Boreyara koseke, boreyaka sander kosehe, boko sarara kasaka, sumbo handere koseke, hanga yara kombo kosaka, horiandeke, sherara kandeke, horandeke, sherara kasandeke he. Humbocha ndirira ka singya daka dia gondira ka kerara kumboko ndikira daka kengira ka dikira ko dike he horambaka horamboke horamboke sendirira ka saka yes thank you thank you thank you hmm harambose yarabose ke thank you holy spirit yes Bora now father bushikira dara dise da bora dikira kombose ke hendo ko kadaka horamboke 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 shendere ko randere kasaka horamboke shendere ko se shandra kada dara ko se shire 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 ko se 
and believe in the name of Jesus, Lord God, and it'll come to pass. Lord God, we just praise you, we glorify you, we reverence you, Lord God, for being omnipotent, for being the very present help, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. I can't praise you enough. I glorify you. I give honor and praise to you, Lord God, the most high God. There's none like you, Lord God. I worship you. I cherish you. I adore you. I am even fearful of you, Lord God, for I know that the, what you have done, but you tell us in your word, Lord God, that you, if those who are fearful of you, Lord God, you will bless us, Lord God. You tell us that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, Lord God, that even when our ways please you, Lord God, that you will make our enemies be at peace with us, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. Father God, even as I pray, I lift up those who are unsaved, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that their hearts will be turned over to you, Lord God, so they can feel this joy that I have, because the world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away. You gave it to me, Lord God. Everything that I am, everything that I need, everything that I desire, Lord God, you are he, Lord God. You are the great I am. You're the physician if I need healing. You're the lawyer if I need protections. You're everything. You're God El Shaddai. You're the rose of You are that bright morning star. And so, Father God, I thank you for what you're doing. Bless us. Keep us. Watch over us. Cover us, Lord God. Keep us from, protect us from the snares of the enemies, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that your angels are holding us up in your hands, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you that I got power, Lord God, to try to tread over the heads of the scorpions, Lord God. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. I glorify you, and I worship, and I praise you, and I ask, Lord God, that these blessings and the favor that you have shown me, Lord God, that you will show them to Sam, show them to Erica, show them to Maria, show them to all of them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And amen. You said your cousin was ready, ready for what? Arthur. Oh, Arthur. Okay. Find out when you get back on. Okay, let's get to the list. Pray for Edion. How do you say she's going to run to the go say she's going to 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 go Join the move family. Who should go say, 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 should go say
And you should read on family. Who should go say she 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 go Hey Arthur. Hey Arthur. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. You said, you said your niece was ready, ready for what? She said she's ready that she gonna sing. She, she wasn't ready. Oh, okay, okay. Uh huh. Because see, they got so ugly with her um, when she came. You know, because the cantata is open to anyone who wants to sing, and they were so negative. And she says.
Okay, Hombrashida Gosweshi Gosweshi Randaka, Hombrashida Gosweshi Gosweshi Randaka, Sakara. Henry Otis Pitts, Hishi Gosweshi Gosweshi Randaka, Sarabosa, Sarajiki, Sakara. Jesse Wells, Hishi Gosweshi Gosweshi Randaka, Hishi Randaka, Probosa, Sakara. Barbara Allen, hundred go say she go say she raka, hundred go she go sakara. Verlita, hundred go say she go say she randaka, hundred go say she go say she raka, sakara. Rochelle, homebra she go say she go say she raka, go she go say she raka, sakara. Richie Thomas, so she go say she go say she raka, go she go say she go say she raka, sakara. Johnson and Jackson family, so she go say she go say she rasta, so she go say she go say she raka, sakara. William Debbie, Hunter Brandigo, the man that had a rush to the Gashishi Gashishi Gradaka, Sakara. Susie Webb, Russia Gashishi 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 Gradaka, Sakara. Claire Harper, Harada Gandhi 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 Gosara, Sakara. And Lady on Cottage Grove, Russia Gashishi Gashishi Gradaka, Sakara. And my two listed people pray for Randy Gashishi 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 Sakara. Okay. Trey Mathis and Ariel Singh for Rambra Shirigoseshi, Randarogosarakanda. Rondishi Shirigoseshi, Goseshi, Randarogosanda. Hoshirigoseshi, Goseshi, Goseshi, Randarogosarakanda. Hoshigoseshi, Randarogosarakandrasa. Goseshi, 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 Gorandaka. Sakara. Neander Moss, Horashirigoseshi, Goseshi, 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 Randarogosa. Sakara. Maria Bird Children, I never go say she go say she go say she go say she Radakasa, Sakara. Punch Jayla Janai Kanishan Aiden, I never go to go to go to go to Rastraka, Sakara. Morgan Farley, Hush to go say she go say she go say she Randakasa, Sakara. Chrissy Shinison Tista, I'm Brandon go say she go say she go say she Randakasa, Sakara. Alyssa Love, Randy Gosseshi 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 Randy Gosseshi 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 Randy Gosseshi Sakara. Um. Alicia Webb, Sheshi Gosseshi 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 Radaka. Hushi Gosseshi Gosseshi Radaka. Hushi Gosseshi 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 Sakara. 
Alessa Lakalish West, Brittany Holcomb, Brandy go say she go say she go say she go say she Randa Gosa, but she go say she go say she go say she look Randa Ka, but she go say she Randa Ka, Sakra. Male patient rose, Randa Rashi, Grandi go say she look Randa Gosa, Randa go say she go say she look Randa Gosa, Shira Gosa, Randa Basida go say she look Sakra, Sakra. Mike Bradley Hernandez, Randa Grandi go say she look Randa Gosa, Shira Randa. Sakara. <laughs> Benjamin Benfield, Horshi, Shirikose, 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 Bushikose, Shikose, Shikoradaka, Sakara. Lyle and Anthony, Hushikose, Shikose, Shikose, Shikorasa, Sakara. Courtney Kyle and Brandon, Hushikose, Shikose, Shikose, Shikoradaka, Sakara. Nick Brandon, Holly and Samantha, who should go say, she go say, she go Sakara. Sakara. Regis Franditi, Hanna, go say, she go say, she go say, she go Grandaka. Sakara. Marissa DeMarcus and Maya, Hanna, go say, she go say, she go say, she go Sakara. Franditi, Nick Brandon, Holly Smith, Courtney Colin Brandon, Regis Franditi, okay, um, Adrian Fan, Raheem Powell, April Morris, Capri LaCour, Kiersha, Victor, Brianna Logie, Anaya, Tylen, Jasmine, Javon, Amber, Brianna, Tyrese, McConnell, Zaz, Jacquez, Jameson, Tristan Petrie. Or a brand new negotiation, negotiation, Randall Gosser, Rakash, and Rush, negotiation, Randall Gosser, Randall negotiation, Okay. City of Refuge, Jarashira Gosheshira, Grand Roshira Ganda, Roshi Gosheshira, Randra Gosheshira Granda, Roshira Gosheshira, Randra Gosheshira Granda, Roshira Gosheshira, Randra Gosa, Sakara. People in the gifting class, Roshira Gosheshira Gosheshira, Randra Gosheshira Granda, Push-a-go-se-sh-a-ran-ra-sh-a-go-se-sh-a-ran-da. <laughs> Maria Mathis, she should go say she 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 go say she
Goshir Gosteshi Gosteshi Rashir Gosteshi Rombra Goshir Gosteshi Gosteshi Rogoshir Rombra Goshir Gosteshi Gosteshi Rogoshir Rombra Goshir Gosteshi Gosteshi Rogoshir Rombra Goshir Gosteshi Maria Mathis, Hoshi to go say she goes 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 Rose Johnson, Zorogashi to go say she goes say she goes on the Gosa, Horogashi to go say she goes say she goes on the Raka, Hoshishi to go Suraka, Sakara. Andrew Dijon, Hundred Gosishi to go say she goes say she goes she to Grombra, Horogashi to go say she goes say she goes she to Grombra, Horogashi to Grandaga, Sakara. Donald Lusser, Rambra, she to go say she goes say she goes say she to Grombra, she to go say she goes say she Grombraka, she to go say she goes say Branca. Randaraka my parents, who should go say she goes 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 The mastermind group. Roshi to go say she go say she go say she go randaka. Hoshi go say she go randaka. Sakara. Donna Johnson and family. Horoshi to go say she go say she go say she randaka. Hoshi go say she go say she randaka. Sakara. Trauma center church. Shira ganda da 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 ganda Daniel Watson and Watson family. Hushi to go say she go say she go say she rather she to go sa. Hushi go say she go say she rather go say to Kanda. Hushi go say she rather go sa. Sakara. Pamela Scotty. Hushi to go say she go say she go say she go rather go Sakara. Attorney Elijah. Hushi to go say she go say she rather go Sakara. Steve Saw. Hundred to go say she go say she hundred to go say she go Kanda. Hushi to go say she go say she rather go say to Kanda. Hushi go say she rather go sa. Sakara. Um, I got Steve Salt, Attorney Lodge, Pamela Scotty. Okay, so we got Rosen Hospital. Shira Grande to go she shira Randa go to Randa. Randa go she shira Randa go to Randa. Haradaka Sakara. Wajin Shindra shira go she shira Randa go to Randa. Randa go she shira Randa go to Randa. Haradaka Sakara. 
Martin Charles II, Russia Russian Russian the Mon Holly, KFC organization, Nathan Terry, Sam McNair, Barbara Carson, family, Mike Stroudson, Dietrich Jerry, Barbara Salter's cousin, Louis Sherry, Bishop Yarbo, Erica Collis Schmidt, Corey and Dennis, Mark Gully, Gerard Jenkins, Mark and Charles Sr., Janelle McFlatt Academy, Don Smith, Jeff and Natasha Ferguson, the guy in the subway, Shaw Vaughn, Phil and Jan Inlow, Mom Regina, Nate Carson, CFF, Travis Crocker, Larry Son, CFL Sakers, and Rose Moore. Alright, that's my three list of sis. We got all the mother ones to do. Somebody wanna do a list. Somebody want to do a list? And is my child late again? Right, slapping on. She's on time so far. Let me get ready so I won't be the calls. <clears throat> okay, we got what? What we got? I don't know. Um... Sick and shut in, deceased in hospice, abuse and addiction, unsaved, deceased in hospice. Somebody want to do one or what? Um, congregations and churches. Brush the gosesha, the gosesha, randa the gosaka. Brush the gosesha, grashesha, randa the gosanda. Bush the gosesha, jeshira, randa the gosakanda, sakara. Missionaries. I'm brand new. Go say she. Go say she. Randa go saka. Randa go say she. She. The grandu go say granda. Bushi go say she. Randa go saganda. For a braka saka. Prisoners. Randa she. Go say she. Go say she. Randa go saganda. Bushi go say she. Go say she. Randa go saganda. For a braka saka. When you get born again, God puts all of this stuff in you. But when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, God draws it all out of you. Um, prisoners, the Raganda Gosia Grandagasa, Sakra. Missionaries, Randa Gosia Gosurasa, Sakra. Prisoners, missionaries, congregants in church, abuse and addiction. Horombrand Gosia Gosia Grandaka, Horombrand Gosia Gosia Grandaka, Sugosa, Sakra. Okay. Financial breakthroughs. Randa Grandu 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 Goro Kandi Kiti Kerado Kostada Yeti Kiti Kostada Yeti Kiti Kostada Karaka. 
financial breakthroughs. Walking in the realm of the supernatural. Branja Goseshi 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 Randra Gosa, Brasha Gosaraka, Sakara. Walking in the realm of the supernatural, financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Discernment. Walking in the realm of supernatural, discernment, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, discernment, walking around the supernatural. Um, walking, perseverance, ability to endure to the end. Supernatural, superhuman strength, ability, gifts, and talents on a synergistic and increasing basis. Renewing our youth. Health, healing, restoration. Alright. I thank you, Father. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's pretty much everything. Discernment, perseverance. Peace. Hora shed the go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go saraka. Karakada. Grace and favor. Hora and did it go say she go boast at a casa. Sakara. Thank you, Father. Reach it a gosa. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yada go say. Thank you, Father. Boshi de casa. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Boshanaka. You got Andrew Womack in my right ear. You got healing music in my left ear. You got a possum sitting out in front of me. And I got y'all on a prayer call. All righty now. Isn't that special? Father God, just speak to us right now, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us, Lord. Teach us to be centered in you, Lord. Teach us to be centered in you and walking in you, Father. Trusting in you, Lord. Allowing you to do the great and mighty things that need to be done, Father. Help us, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, man. Amen. What do you want, Mr. Possum? <laughs> okay, that's all of this that I can think of. Robusti kere rakaha, shandere rakosi ke hendere kosaka ha. 
Horoshi to go sekete, Horombrandi to go sesherandi to go sakaha, Horondi to get sheke, hendi to go randi, Father, we begin to anoint ourselves with the word and the prokosa, the presence of God. We anoint ourselves right now, Jesus. Randi to go sehe, we anoint ourselves with you, Holy Spirit. We praise your name, amen, amen, and amen. All right, that's all the list is. I don't know what my child's going to do. Y'all can listen to some music for a minute. I'm about to do me a juice. Now that's how that about to roll.
over the building and he can say, Lord, make me over.
Put your hands together like this. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. If I find a book, I guess we can do the reading. Here it is. Rande de Gossession, Rande de Gossession, Rande de Gossession, the Coram Brande de Gossession, the Coram de Gossession, and Rande de Gossack and Dasaka. Rande de Gossession, Rande de Gossession, Rande de Gossession, the Gossan Rande de Gossacka. Horandi shit a go say head did a go say shin rounded go say she shit it a go rounded go say shit a go rounded go sandaka Horandi go say shin rounded go say shin rounded go say shit a go brush it a go sakaka Horabaka shit a go say Horakaba 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 shit a go say Horombra, she'll go say, 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 she'll go say
Now, the author confesses that he would not have naturally done this, though he was born with a religious temperament, but that it was the outward or external influence of the Holy Spirit that led him to accept Christ. In that sense, he admits that he was called or elected of God. On the other hand, he disclaims that he was in any sense forced or coerced to take the stand against his own will. The step was voluntary on his part and was in harmony with his desire. Therefore, he holds that there is a harmonious relationship between the sovereign will of God and the free will of man. This leads to some remark on the human will. The will is the faculty of choice. The will does not originate. It is not the mind. It is simply the instrument that decides the course that is to be taken. The governing part of man is the heart. If a man's heart is bad, his will is bad, and vice versa. In the natural man, there is no good thing. The disposition of his heart is to do evil continually. Therefore, his will is to act contrary to the natural tendencies of his heart, and must come under the governing control of some power outside of himself. This power is that of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the unregenerate man cannot come to God until his will comes under the power of the Holy Spirit. When it does, when it does, the man of his own free will will turn to God. Until fallen Adam, the will was until in unfallen Adam. Wait, okay, Give me confused. In unfallen Adam, the will was free, free to choose good or evil. Adam was created in a state of innocence. He was neither holy nor unholy. He was in a condition of moral eloquence or moral equipoise, whatever the heck that is. There was no bias toward good or evil, but it is not so with fallen man. He has a bias towards evil. His will is not in a state of moral equipoise. It's E-Q-U-I-P-O-I-S-E. The last word is poise, or I guess it's equipoise. His heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Jeremiah 17:9. The will of the last Adam, Christ, was not like that of the first Adam in a state of moral equipoise, but it was the reverse of the will of the natural man. It had no bias toward evil, but only a bias toward holiness. Therefore, there was no possibility that the will of Christ would have permitted him to sin. Because the choice of the human will governed by a bad heart is toward evil, nothing can prevent the natural man from going to, bad, to the bad but the grace of God. And but and by badness it is not necessarily meant wickedness, but a hardening of his heart against all good influence and a yielding to the carnal desires of the flesh. The nature that is under the dominion of sin cannot of itself originate that which is holy. Jesus said, No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me to draw him. John six forty four. And Paul said, No man can say that I say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians twelve and three. From this we see the impotency of the natural man, but this does not excuse the natural man from seeking salvation. For the moment he realizes that if he is to be saved, it must be by a power outside of himself. It is his duty to inquire where the power may be found. That is why we that is why we are commanded to preach the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Romans 1 and 16. 
But as faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10 and 17, a man cannot believe unless he knows what to believe. The instrument the Holy Spirit uses to convict a man of his need of salvation and to produce a new nature in him is the word of God, John 3 and 5. It's right here that a man may exert his free will by resisting the tender wooing of the Holy Spirit. By resisting the tender wooing of the Holy Spirit. Stephen's charge against the persecutors was, Ye stiff-necked, stubborn, and uncircumcised and hardened ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost, Acts 7 and 51. Therefore it is true that a man in the exercise of his will, governed by a proud and stubborn heart, may refuse the pleadings of the Holy Spirit to his own destruction. This refusal of some men to yield to the work of the Holy Spirit shows that they cannot be saved against their will. If the forgiveness of sins is preached through Christ to all men, Acts 13 and 38, and God now commands all men everywhere to repent, Acts 17 and 30, and we are to beseech men to be reconciled to God, 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 20, surely the work of Christ on the cross is not limited to the elect only. God does not mock men. When an offer of salvation is made to the made to whosoever will come, it is a bona fide offer. It is not true that because God has chosen a certain person's salvation that he will be saved whether he believes or not. He must be saved through the God ordained method of salvation. You cannot be elected unless you are a candidate. As it has been as it has been well put, the elect are the whosoever wills, and the non elect are the whosoever wants. What are the signs of election? A consciousness of the new birth, the fruits of the Holy Spirit in the life, a progressive sanctification, a consistent walk, a perseverance in the faith. And I'm going to just leave it there. That's the end of that chapter. Okay. So yesterday we left off when Arthur, Arthur was talking about himself. I'm going to just start back there. It says, from what has been said, it is clear that God's choice of predestination of individuals based on his foreknowledge or prescience of what they would do when the gospel is offered to them. It is therefore no arbitrary or compulsory choice and does not conflict with the freedom of the will. For illustration, God foresaw in eternity past, before the creation of this earth, that on the 28th day of October, 1850, the author of this book would be born, and that on a certain evening in May 1869 in the YMCA, as 19 years old, a prayer meeting, he would accept Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. And because of that foreknowledge, he ordained him unto eternal life and had his name recorded in the book of Lamb, Lamb's Book of Life, Philippians 4 and 3, Revelations 3 and 5. More, he foresaw that the author would have certain temperamental and artistic gifts that would fit him to present scripture, truth, and chart form. And to that end, he imparted to him through the Holy Spirit the needed wisdom to rightly divide the word so he might write and publish such books in the Holy Scriptures as he has, by the grace of God, been permitted to do so. So he was born in 1850, before the Civil War. Wow. He was saved during or after the Civil War, 1869. Saved 19 years old. Mm. That's just letting you know how truth is truth. Hasn't gone nowhere. This book is still being sold, and this man has been long dead. Now, the author confesses he would not naturally done this, though he was born with a religious temperament, but it was that the outward or external influence of the Holy Spirit that led him to accept the Christ. 
In that sense, he admits that he was called or elected of God. On the other hand, he disclaims that he was in any sense forced or coerced to take the stand against his own will. The step was voluntary on his part and was in harmony with his desire. Therefore, he holds that there is a harmonious relationship, harmonious relationship between the sovereign will of God and the free will of man. Hmm. So he's saying how the sovereign will of God and the free will of man works together. That he was not coerced or pushed in order to make this choice. God gives us a choice. He puts this before us. But it's up to us to choose whether or not we want to line up with his word, his will, and his way. This leads to some remarks on the human will. The will is the faculty of choice. The will does not originate. It is not the mind. It is simply the instrument that decides the course that is to be taken. The governing part of a man is the heart. If a man's heart is bad, his will is bad and vice versa. If the in the natural man there is no good thing, the disposition of his heart is to do evil continually. Therefore, if his will is to act contrary to the natural tendency of his heart, must come under the governing control of some power outside of himself. This power is that of the Holy Spirit. So if our will is bad, we're bad. Human will is where we make our choice. Our mind, our will, and emotions is all in the soul. Therefore, the unregenerate man cannot come to God until his will comes under the power of the Holy Spirit. The unregenerate man is those who aren't saved and don't, and they're outside of God. So they can't even come to God without God. The unregenerate man cannot come to God until his will comes under the power of the Holy Spirit. When it does, the man of his own free will will turn to God. In unfallen Adam, the will was free to choose good or evil. Adam was created in a state of innocence. He was neither holy or unholy. His will was a conditional moral equipos, whatever that word is. There was no bias toward good or evil, but it was not so with the fallen man. He has a bias toward evil. His will is not in a state of moral equipos. In other words, when Adam was here, remember, it was a state of perfection, nothing wrong. Sin had not yet entered into the world. So there, you know, Adam and they, you know, they we're not naked. It wasn't even a thing to them. Everything was perfect. Well, mostly. Sin had not yet entered into the world, I said like that. So when sin entered in, then from that point on, where our spirits are dead and we have a tendency toward evil because of the flesh nature. There's no bias toward good evil, but it was not so with some fallen man. He has a bias toward evil. His will is not in the state of moral equipoise. His heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, Jeremiah 17 and 9. The will of the last Adam, Christ, was not like that of the first Adam, a state of moral equipoise, but it was the reverse of the will of the natural man. It had no bias toward evil, but only a bias toward holiness. Therefore, there was no possibility that the will of Christ would have permitted him to sin. We had that argument about weeks ago. Because the choice of the human will governed by a bad heart is toward evil, nothing can prevent the natural man from going to the bad but the grace of God. And by badness is not necessarily meant wickedness, but a hardening of his heart against all good influences and yielding to the carnal desires of the flesh. The nature that is under the dominion of sin cannot of itself originate that which is holy. In other words, it's under the dominion of sin. Sin has control of this, of this world. Satan is the prince of the power of the air. And notice I said prince, not king. So he has influence over over this plant. So as long as we're in our flesh suits, 
we're gonna we're gonna lean toward going to the un, um, to um to evil. Jesus said, "No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me to draw him." John six and forty four. And Paul said, "No man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost." First Corinthians twelve and three. From this we see the impotency of the natural man, but this does not excuse the natural man from seeking salvation. For the moment he realizes that if he is to be saved, it must be by a power outside of himself. It is his duty to inquire whether that power may be found. That is why we're commanded to preach the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Romans 1 and 16. But as faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10 and 17, a man cannot believe unless he knows what to believe. So bottom line, because we are spiritual beings, we are drawn to spiritual things. So whether it be of God or whether it be of Satan, and that's why everybody has all these different religions and all these different things. We're, we're just as natural. We're, we're, we're drawn to it. It's part of who we are. But it says that's why we're commanded to preach the gospel as the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes So in other words, if the gospel is not preached, then no one can be saved because we're going to believe something, but it's not the truth. Romans 1 and 16. But as faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10 and 17, a man cannot believe unless he knows what to believe. The the instrument the Holy Spirit uses to convict a man of his need of salvation and to produce a new nature in him is the word of God. The word of God will get inside of you, and it will begin to rightly divide the word. It will begin to to spring. It will begin to become alive. It will begin to produce a harvest. It will begin to do a lot of things. That's what I say. We don't have to. We don't have to try to defend the word of God. It, it'll defend itself. We have to try to try to rightly speak. All right. We have to try to rightly get an understanding. But to defend it, it's done. It's, it's got its own. It's outlasted us. What did I just say about this man? He wrote this book. He was born in 1850. And this book is still being written. The truth is last. That's see, God's got his hand on that. We don't have to worry about that. Let God be God. We just need to play our part. It's right here that a man may exert his free will by resisting the tender wound of the Holy Spirit. Stephen's charge against <laughs> was be stiff necked, stubborn, and uncircumcised in heart and ears. Ye do always resist the Holy Ghost. Acts seven and fifty one. Therefore, it is true that a man in the exercise of his will, governed by a proud and stubborn heart, may refuse the pleadings of the Holy Spirit to his own destruction. This refusal of some men to yield to the work of the Holy Spirit shows that they cannot be saved against their will. If you don't want them, he force himself on you. If the forgiveness of sins is preached through the Christ to all men, Acts 13 and 38, and God now commands all men everywhere to repent, Acts 17 and 30. And we are to beseech men to be reconciled to God, 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 20. Surely the work of Christ on the cross was not limited to the elect only. God does not mock men. When an offer of salvation is made to the whosoever will come, it is a bona fide offer. It is not true that because God has chosen a certain person to, to salvation that he will be saved whether he believes or not. He must be saved through the God-ordained method of salvation. You cannot be elected unless you are a candidate, as has been well put. The elect are the, are the whosoever wills, and the non-elect are the whosoever wants. What are the signs of election? Number one, a consciousness of the new birth. Number two, fruits of the Holy Spirit in the life. Number three, 
Progressive sanctification, number four. A consistent walk, and number five. A per- perseverance in the And I'm done. Question, comments, criticism, conclusions. Amen. Good morning. How you doing? I'm here. moving around. All right. Anybody got anything? Beautiful read. Oh, you got back on the... Uh-huh. Where your class at? They're kind of quiet. Um, they're going to um gym. I'm on my plan here. Okay. Cool, cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna pray for you while you're on break, cause I know you ain't gonna be able to be on too long. Right. Thank you. All right. You ready? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Trying to catch up with you. He's knocking on the door, but he's not getting your attention. No, he's there. He's trying back to him, but you're saying no because you're focusing on going, pressing on for the finish. What, what God has ordained you. Don't worry about it. Understand that he's there. You keep going forward and trust God. He has no power over you at all. That power has been broken in the name of Jesus. Now, don't let your wounds cause you to pay him attention. Now, in that aspect, there are some areas in your past, and I'm talking about inside of you, that needs to be healed. Sometimes, a lot of times, when, when we're walking and we're doing, we, 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 we carry weights, we carry birds, we carry wounds. Because, well, for one, we don't have time to heal, and two, we're trying to get up out of where we're at, and three, it's just part of just how we've learned to deal with things. But now there are some things inside of you from your past that God says, okay, son, now let me heal these areas. Let God in. Don't worry about what you might feel. In other words, don't be tricked that just because, because, see, a lot of times when we're, when, when we're going through healing, we might have to re-experience something. But, see, what, what, what you're re-experiencing is the healing. It's not the re-experiencing because cause you're going back that direction, and that's what I need to make sure that you understand. You're not trying to go back in that direction, but God's saying, son, I need to, I need to heal you in these areas. You, it, it's just like excess baggage that's attached to you, and I need to go ahead and detach it and put it where it needs to be and cause a total healing. Because, see, in so, those areas, you're not totally healed. Oh, shut it up. And if you're not totally healed, you can't be totally set free. Mm. 
And that's mm-hmm. what he needs you to see. So and see and see, and I see now why the past is trying to knock on your door to get back in. Cause see, if you if if you did, if I, I I'm well, I'm just saying I believe if you didn't know that God was trying to heal you, you would have been feeling like you're going back in that direction, and that's not the case. That is not the case. God is saying, son, let me into these areas so that I can heal. I can, I'm going whatever needs to be done so you can be totally healed and set free. Then you will be even more so empowered to march to victory. So let Jesus be Jesus. Trust him. So you you've come too far to go back now, baby. Oh yeah, Oh Jesus, you have experienced too much to turn your back on God because you recognize God has not turned His back on you. Oh Lord, oh Jesus, you recognize it's only by His grace and His mercy that you're standing where you are now. Even from what you told me yesterday, you can see how the enemy is just coming at you. But God, but God, but God. So stand firm, man of God. Stand firm and let Jesus be the great physician. Oh, see, he's not practicing medicine. He's the great physician. He's the great I am. Let him finish what he started in your life, because you got a great, mighty work that needs to be done that he's calling you to. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. I'm fixing to go up here for a minute see him, but just keep me in prayer, okay? Yes, sir, I will do that. All right, who else wants prayer? Excuse me, sir, I do. Good morning. How you doing? I'm moving around, not complaining. Yeah. I made it to South Carolina, so. Oh, that's right. You went to get your daughter. Oh, okay. Oh, you there already? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. So you're going to be turning around coming right back with four hours? Uh, well, as soon as I, you know, get her, I mm-hmm. will be. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then how's she getting back? Oh, it's probably going to be me as well. Such a busy little bee. I know. And then I have to come back up here to get it next week. For all y'all yeah. who don't know, Erica's graduating in the ceremony this weekend, so y'all go ahead and give her a... <laughs> she doesn't know. She said, just send money. <laughs> I can send you an IOU. That's about the best I can do, girl. <laughs> you better not put that in the bank too soon. But anyway. Okay. Let me pray for Aricia. Orombosekeyarambosekeyanrandokosekeyanroboposaka. <clears throat> Put your hand on your stomach. Are you driving? I am, but, you know, I know, you know, yeah, I am, but I can put my hand on my stomach and I'm putting to the side, so. All right, so you're pulling over to the side? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, you ready? I am. All right. Had any, any like, problems in your stomach or anything, have you, recently? Well, sort of. Okay. Sort of, yeah. Now, you pull it to the side, right? Yeah, I am. Okay. Take your top finger that's between, that's right next to your thumb, and just begin to tap your stomach as I pray. And if you might experience pain, it's okay. Yep, yep, that's it, Father. You're the call. Yes, Father, you're totally young. I'm beginning to see it, Lord. I'm born. Now, that's where he had to stir that up a little bit. Okay. Yaka, stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. Mm-hmm. See, he's trying to be dormant. He's trying to be dormant, but no, no, no. Go and did it again, then did it again, then did it again, then did it again. No. Ah, 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 no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Take that out of her right now. Holy Spirit, grab it right there and begin to pull it out of her. I command you to release her right now in the name of Jesus. I command you. I command you to release her right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Braukumbaka, Anduko, Andahamboko, Shadarakandiki, Karakotsaka. It's got a grip, but it's okay. It's got a grip, but it's okay. Because, see, this is something that God is doing. So it's not me that's fighting, it's you that's receiving. It's just you that's receiving. There's a demonic force that is attached and trying to cause problems through your stomach. Now, from what I understand that the stomach is like a gateway. So this is not just natural, but it also has spiritual. <clears throat> see, 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 he don't like this, right? So you go, so you, you're experiencing some pain because it's getting stirred up. He's trying to lie dormant, but see, right now the power of God is moving in that arena. See, he's been called out. You know, like that roach on the wall has been called out. He's been called out. Mm-mm. See, this is something that God is mm, God is designed to do. See, this is something that God is designed. Uh, see, he's moving now. He's moving now. Oh, you coming out today, buddy. You coming out today. You coming out today. You coming out today. Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-
Thank you, Father. Now, now, Father, as I'm praying on behalf of my sister, your daughter, as I'm standing in the gap on behalf of my sister, your daughter, Father God, as I'm standing, Release her right now in the name of Jesus. Release her right now in the name of Jesus. Release her right now in the name of Jesus. Release her right now in the name of Jesus. I cast you and call you out right now to release. Move, move, move. Shaka. Take it, take it. That's it. Get out of her. Get out of her. Get out of her right now. That's it. Get out of her right now. That's it. Get out of her right now. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Now, now, get out of her. Mm. Get out of. Mm. Now, of course, she can now. My eyes coming out. It's coming out. It's coming out. It's coming out. That pain is going to intensify before it decreases. That pain is going to intensify before it decreases. That pain is going to. Ah, but God, but God said it's okay. I've got you, my child. God said it's okay. I've got you, my. Child, God said it's okay. Hi, Yarakul. Oh no, no, you're going out today. Today, not today. Today, you're coming out. You're coming out. You're not staying. You're not staying. You're coming out. You're coming out. God has ordained this. It's time. It's time now. Here, yeah, it's come. Ooh, it's coming out. Mm, it's coming out of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, thank you, Father, for pulling that out of her, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father, for letting the word go forth. Let the balm of Gilead begin to enter in. Let the precious Holy Ghost anointed blood begin to enter in. Let the word of God begin to fill those voids. Oh, yeah, it's pulling it out. It's pushing it out. The Holy Spirit is entering. It's pushing it out even more so. We cast it to the dry places in the name of Jesus. We cast it to the dry places in the name of Jesus. We cast it to the dry places in the name of Jesus. We cast it to the dry places in the name of Jesus, 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 oh, oh, in the name of Jesus, pull it out of her, oh, Jesus, that's it, oh, Father God, that stronghold is coming out of her, now Holy Spirit cleanse, now Holy Spirit cleanse, now Holy Spirit cleanse, now Holy Spirit cleanse, now you can begin to cough, now you can begin to cough, now you can begin to cough, that stronghold is broke, now you can begin to cough. All this comes out of you in the name of Jesus. All, of honor, all the residue comes in the name of Jesus. We command you to release it to the dry places right now in the name of Jesus. Get out of all of it. All of you. All of it. All of it. Right? No residue. Nothing is left. Nothing is left. Nothing is left. Nothing is left. We break every talent and every claw right now in the name of Jesus. Now. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let the word of God. The sword of the spirit go forth and cleanse and heal her, Father, and remove things that have been holding her back, Father. Who should Now remove that out of it. Now, in Jesus' name. Woo! Thank you, Father. Fill those voids up with your spirit, with your power, with your presence, Lord. Thank you, Father. <coughs> those voids up, Father. Get all the residue, the ooze, nothing remaining of it, Lord. As the balm of Gilead begins to soothe and heal, Lord. 
As an angel's minister, place a hedge of protection around her life, around her seven degrees of separation, Father. Mm. Her family, increase, mm. strength, perseverance, discernment, all these things, Lord, your fruits, your gift, and the Holy Spirit has even more room to move around now. Your territory right. has been large. Oh, yeah, the whole sucker. Just take three or four deep breaths. Anybody else want prayer? I pray for Tony Iza. Sure, dear. For sure. <laughs> Father God, Harabushi to Gandeshi to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go brand to go say she to go run to go say she to gun to go sander oddly enough. Oddly enough. Somehow or another, I know you're going to hate this, but your stance and your presence has helped to penetrate that thick veil of darkness, that cloud. And I'm not going to say anything in particular that you've done besides be you. You know, but because normally when I'm praying for him, it's like he's going around in a circle. Mm-hmm. And last time I prayed for him, it's like something had something kind of triggered for him. And you know, like well, wait a minute, I'm going around in a circle. You know, like you know, we go around in a circle a lot of times. We not even recognize it, but something kind of triggered. Like, mm, I'm going around a circle. You know, don't really know specifically what, but oddly enough. That presence, that dark, that 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 whatever bondage, something that something has to be the word of God and the sword of the spirit mm. has penetrated it. But see, the only way that it can penetrate is that he is at a point of acceptance, and that's just exactly what we're reading in the book. Something with whatever has triggered him, and maybe just we get tired of just hitting our head against the wall or whatever it is, but something. It's like God has been knocking, but finally he's like, he ain't opened the door, but he finally came. Is that you, Jesus? Mm. And that's kind of like what it is. And he ain't he ain't opened the door yet, but normally he not. See, when he was knocking before, he would, oh, that's God. He wouldn't even come to the door. 
But this time he got up and he walked to the door and he said, is that you, Jesus? Right. And that's kind of like where it's at. He ain't opened the door, but he ain't sitting down in the back no more either. Mm. Father God, we just continue to lift this man of God up before you. We continue to say, Holy Spirit, you just be God. <laughs> you just continue to move in the manner that you know you need to move so that your word can do what it needs to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. And it's so funny that you say that because, um, you know, I get in depth with you at some other time. But we've had a series of conversations, you know, recently, and, um, you know, a lot of, um, I guess, disappointment have transpired in his life. Um, yeah, and mostly in his adult life, uh, you know, decisions he's made and, you know, feeling uh, incomplete, unaccomplished, and, you know. Um, Wait, you talking huh? about him or me? You talking about him or me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a thought. I'm like, hell, who's she talking about? <laughs> Which one, him or me? Okay. And, and you know, we, um, and he's waiting the desires to, you know, for things to get to a certain place. And the conversation was that, you know, you 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 know, it's never going to be where, you know, you want it specifically to be. <clears throat> you know, if you're waiting for things to be put in a rightful place that makes you feel comfortable enough to move from this position to the next position, that's not going to ever happen because whatever happens that you deem to be ideal, then you're going to want to desire something else, mm-hmm. you know. See, yep. it's going to make you stay where you are. Yep. You know, it's going to make you stay where you are, and you're going to ask for more and more. And oftentimes what you're really going to have to do is you're going to have to just get up and start moving. Jesus. Period. You're going to have to get up and start moving in the direction God wants you to go in in order for him to utilize you totally. Because mm. if you don't, uh-oh. My bad. <laughs> because if you don't, you know, that's where you're preventing. I mean, that's where you have your blockages and your walls up that he can't work with you, period. Mm-hmm. So you think that you're trying to put things in a, you know, um, in a position or a place where things are accommodating and comfortable for you to move where you want to move, you know. But guess what? You're just sitting and you're expecting, you know, God to work with you and you're not working with him. Mm. You know, we have to, you know, work from that faith place. You know, you got to work to make sure that faith works, you know, for you. You got to show God, you got to show your faith in order for it to be returned to you. It's like a boomerang effect. Can you can you repeat that? You, you say you got to work so that God will work you, for you? You got to work your faith so faith can work for you. You got to work for God so he can work for you because he's already said it and told you, and see, your spirit has already heard it. Mm. 
But you mm. want to paint. You want see you you see God has already spoken to your spirit that you have an idea of what the painted picture looks like. Oh. And you mm. want to you want to move from this place of where you are now to that completed painted picture. That's what mm. you want. Mm, nice and easy. But guess what? You got to you first of all, you know, in some situations, a lot of situations, because ideally some people like Enoch, they just transition from one place to the next. Mm. Mm. But if you're not Enoch, you know, more than likely you're gonna have to travel the course of transition. Mm. Which means you first know now you see God has spoken to your spirit and he's allowed uh, your spiritual communication and connection to allow you to see that there is a picture and it's painted. And you you have, you see that the colors are very vibrant and you see that there are, mm-hmm. you know, some dreams that are coming to fruition. You also know that you have a, you have to get to that place. So now that God has allowed your spirit through communication to see that there is actually a picture painted, you have to travel the course. To, you have to even realize in the beginning that you have to even go buy a canvas. Mm. Oh, come on, Jesus Christ. Oh, You got to go buy. You have to buy all the equipment you need. You need the canvas. You need the paintbrushes. You need the paint. Mm. And you're going to have to start walking out, painting the picture. Mm-hmm. That just because God allows you to see it doesn't mean it's already done on on this side. Come on now. Mm. It's done on his side. But you got to show him that you have the faith and the courage to walk it out, to start painting the picture he has shown you is there for you. Because mm-hmm. that means you have a choice now. Come on so now. Don't that that doesn't mean that you move from this place and you automatically gonna go to the next. And that's what we have issues with the transition. Come I know on. you're in a situation that you're uncomfortable. I know that you're not pleased with where you are, and I know that you want change. But you have to make change effective. You gonna have to work with God so He can work with you. Girl, preach that thing now. Mm mm mm. And so it was so interesting when we had our conversation and he revealed, he said that, and and I can say this, he said that his life is so disappointing to him that, you know, and he told me it was in the form of him being transparent to, to me, not for me to have sympathy for him, but he has felt that it, his life could, his things are so chaotic for him and he's so you know hurt by some personal things he's dealing with that he the thought has crossed his mind that he can get rid of the drudgery and the unaccomplished and unpleasing feeling he has within if he wasn't even here anymore Mm. i said you got some stuff you need to work on honey i said see you got see you you you're holding yourself in bondage Mm. unnecessarily Mm. And I understand you got people and things that depend on you. And sometimes I said, you're going to have to, you're going to have to start communicating with God and see, unfortunately, the, the, the walls that you have up because of your displeasure, 
That's mm. the same wall that's keeping you separated from God. Okay. <laughs> you separating yourself from your stuff that you separating yourself from God. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, honey, you got to find a way to get this because, see, when it comes to stuff like that, that means that the, the things that you're unpleased about, mm. it has turned to something new. Mm-mm. And you don't want that thing to turn and to spin into some demonic thing that starts having this kind of power behind it that it consumes you. Uh oh. Oh Jesus. Mm. So you got to do you got to do something about that, honey, because that's that's. I, uh, you should have seen how I looked at the phone when it was said to me. I said, "Oh, that's something else. That's that right there's something else." And a lot of the and I and I said you know a lot of the decisions we make are uncomfortable, Ooh, and sure. a lot Ooh. of decisions we make aren't going to please people. But who are you trying to please? Because mm. see, I'm looking at you now from the way it sounds that you hurting a whole lot. Mm. So hurt is going to come somewhere. But if you get to a place in your life where you give God your hurt, He will replace it with something else now. You're gonna have to give some. You're gonna have to give something. If you don't give something to get something, it's gonna get you, and it's gonna use you and consume you. So still, at the end of the day, you gotta make a choice. Got to do something. Come on now. Woo. Girl, I see why they got you preaching on Sunday. So, you know, we make a lot of mistakes. Lord knows we do. But at yes. some point, some point. <laughs> so... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, hey, I'm just listening. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I'm sure you are. All the time. Good, morning, so everybody. Good morning. It's so interesting to hear you say that simply because, um, yeah, yeah. Just because, you know. <laughs> I, look, I know, I know what I know on this end, and you said what you said in that context, and so it's just like, hmm. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Mm, I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. You got finished with that. I don't even need nobody to pray for me now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> Look, I act, but I really ain't. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. Uh, who else wants prayer? I hear you in the background, Fifi. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to put you guys on hold for a second. Hold on. All right. You got I'm something? always coming in at the end, and so I only catch part of it. <laughs> hey, hey. And, and it's just the parts that I catch. I'll always be like, wow, okay, was that for me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're like, wait, nope, that wasn't for me. What was that? was for me. Oh, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. We are, we are in a season that, um, God is God is just like Maria said it the other day where the where the you know, where the rubber is meeting the road mm. and it's not meeting it in a in oh Jesus. I saw you, saw you. Um and it's not meeting it softly. <laughs> it's not meeting it softly. It it's 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 suddenly. It's it's a sudden um I was looking at NCIS the other day. And uh, and it was it was showing how there's these these planes that uh, go on the on the, um, the carriers on the ocean that go from zero to two hundred miles an hour in two point two seconds. And so, you know, we're at that point where God is just like whatever we speak out of our mouth. Whatever we whatever we put our mouth on as believers, and in belief and faith, he'll do it. Mm. He'll do it. But what what we do is we don't give him the opportunity because we'll say something in faith, but then cancel it out in the next second. Mm-hmm. And so it's that 2.2 seconds of what our mouth says that can cancel and hinder everything that God wants to do for us. We make ourselves tired. We do. We make ourselves tired. And he wants to give us rest. Mm. You know, um, someone was, I forget what preacher I was listening to, and he was explaining about the rest. You know, and everybody, you know, we, 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 you know, at first I was really stuck on the day, the day, what day do you give? But um, this individual was stating that um, God wants to give us, our rest is in him. Mm. Our rest is in him. No matter how chaotic your day is, if you're resting in him, you will be at peace. You will have the energy that you need. You will have the the patience that you need. You will have everything that you need is in your rest in him. And it's just like I'm getting that now. Because mm-hmm. now I'm 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 where I, I'm where where you said I was gonna end up, Sam. <laughs> really? Where you where you said I was gonna end up. You had Dated like a couple of months ago, you were like, um, 
if I keep making small steps, even though you didn't say my small steps are enough, you're like, eventually God is just going to be like, okay. <laughs> so, um, and I got to my okay moment because uh day before yesterday, I go into work and um, last month, um, Makia woke up at I woke up about one thirty in the morning, and my kid was like, I can't hear at all out my left ear. And so for me, it was an emergency. So I didn't go into work. I took it to the doctor. Thank God it wasn't, it wasn't something that was, was unfixable, you know. Um, but I took the day off to do it. And so they let me go through Thanksgiving you know, they let me go through all of that. And then um day before yesterday they called me into the into the office and they stated, um, what was the emergency? You know, and I explained again what the emergency was and basically in so many words they stated that that was not a life and death situation. And so therefore, um, pending further investigation, you are on indefinite suspension. And so I'm like, okay. And then I heard a situation that was going on with uh, Marie, and then I heard another situation that was going on, and I was just like, okay, so, God, you're, you're, you're really putting us to where we, you're, you're, you're fast-tracking us to the position that you want us to be in. You are fast tracking us to where you are. You have already ordained us to be, because we've been dragging our feet. We've been, you know, we've been making it that personal. I've been dragging my feet. I've been making my little steps, and I've been, you know, doing all this, the little things. And <laughs> and all I could do was sit there, and I'm just like, wow, okay, God. So yesterday I had my pity party, and as I was having a pity party, I, that's what I got. I was just like, I need to rest in you, huh, God? I've been resting on a paycheck. I've been resting on, you know, everything else, but I haven't been resting on you. So I'm resting on you today. And that was the first day that I actually had peace. You know, I was able to see clearly. I was able to hear him clearly. I was able to feel myself clearly. So sometimes we need to make sure that we're resting in him, not in and of ourselves, you know, Sam, because um, your rest that you consider rest and what God considers rest are two totally different things. You might just rest your body, but he'll rest your spirit, soul, and body. He'll, he'll rest all of that. And he gives a refreshing that only he can give. Not eight hours of sleep, not three hours of sleep, not a vacation, but that rest he gives is, is, is monumental on so many levels. So... Be encouraged, everybody. 
because you are exactly where you're supposed to be in this moment. And he's going to bring people in your way who are you, that he needs you to minister to at this moment, at this time, because they're at their fast track. They're at their suddenly moment where their rubber is about to meet the road. And because you've already been in the situation or you're in the situation on your way out, you are going to be able to minister to them where they are, where they need it the most to encourage them to go forward. Just like y'all have done for me this whole time. Y'all just don't know. I because I don't I just but y'all just don't know. Y'all have encouraged me on so many levels. Where you are, where you've been, where you're going, it's just encouraging. So uh, I'm done. I'm off my little my little tangent. I'm going back on mute. Okay. I'm gonna do it, Erica. I'm gonna do it, Erica. Now it's interesting that you would say that. <laughs> okay. And I didn't pray for you yet, did I? Before you run out of here, did? Huh? Now you gonna huh? I wasn't running. I'm just going back on here because I could go. I could go. I'm I'm there today, like for real. Like I could go for another. Yeah couple of minutes, so. <laughs> no, but it's interesting that you would say that, because I'm trying to think, it might have been when I was taking Morgan to school or when I was looking out the window, but it was like I felt pulled this way, pulled that way, pulled that way, but it's like, Sam, you know you can't allow people to pull you out. You must remain centered so that you can keep focused and keep moving. And it wasn't too long after I kind of said that, and then God spoke to my heart, I finally got you where I need you to be. You know, and, and then here you come saying basically the same thing. You know, I, I like, you know, I think about, I got so much just going on in my life. You know, but it's like something happened, but, okay, Sam, calm down. Something happened, no, Sam, you got to, because some, this is at stake or that's at stake, and I can't afford to do or say what, how I want to feel or scream, you know, just so many things, I, I just dire consequences, you know, by one little mistake. I mean, literally, literally, you know, a lot of you all know, but a lot you don't know, <laughs> you know, one little, one little mistake could cause so much turmoil, Whereas for somebody else, it'd be, oh, okay, well, it wouldn't be that big thing. But with one, you know, like right now, one one situation about the house, one court date got missed, and now we now we got now we're trying to get the house back, you know. So it's just so much in my life that's going on that where it's so much, so many cons- dire consequences that the Lord has trained me to sit still and seek Him before I respond. And that ain't easy. That ain't easy. And to stay that way, you know. So, I, but and then, like you said, he spoke that I, I finally got you to where I where I need you to be. And here you come saying basically the same thing. So, but anyway, I'm done. I'm gonna pray for you before I go down that street. Ah. 
Now that you're seeing what was in front of you all the time, it's been there. Mm. I was in class last night, and the um, instructor was asking people, um, have you made any offers? Have you done this? Have you done that? And so he got to these guys who was actually in front of me. I actually remember when I signed up, they signed up at the same time. And they hadn't done anything. And he said, and if you hadn't done anything, he would have, so why haven't you done anything? And it wasn't so much to put you on blast, but really to get us to see. And there was, well, one brother, he went down the street around the corner, up and down thing. And then the other brother, he gave him the microphone. He said, well, honestly, we don't have an urgency. And when they said that, I said, mm. <laughs> and, and and that's what I'm saying. See, now that you have an urgency, you can see what was in front of you all the time. It's been there, but let's just say that urgency makes your wire receptors go up and even be more sensitive to what you need and to move in accordance. And see, that urgency that's now in beginning to increase in you is forcing you to step out of yourself. It's forcing you to trust God. It's forcing you to try God. <laughs> you got to try him before you can trust him. <laughs> and where, you know what? That's actually vice versa because you got to try him before you trust him, but you got to trust him before you try him. <laughs> uh-huh. And depending on how you at or where you're at, you know what I'm saying? That that's, that that can go back and forth, but that urgency that's present with you now is forcing you to go there. I said good because it's been inside of you all the time, but you didn't see it. And if you didn't see it inside of you, you could never trust it. Uh-huh. And that's that's where you're at now. So your baby steps have now transformed. You toddling now. You toddling getting ready to really walk. Because, again, you're beginning to see it, and the more that you see it, the more, you know, the better that you can walk. And like I said, I'm going through this, I'm going through this real estate stuff, and, and I'm sitting here in class. I'm like, really? You want me to get these low-ball offers? The, really? But then I'm saying, well, Sam, they built this system. They're the ones that got all the success. They're the ones that's out there doing it. I'm like, really? People going to buy this? And then, but, but as a more and more I'm talking to people, even on the way to the class, one of the guys was talking about somebody. He's, I'm like, well, Lord, I, I'm, but see, I really ain't got no choice. So I, I, I got to try, but, and I got to trust God. See, I say constantly the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Then sometimes you got to trust the steps. So I'm saying the Lord has got me to this point. So I got to trust the process that he's using. And I don't know who was that saying that, Erica, earlier. So trust the steps. Trust the processes. Trust your God. He's not leading you to a dead end. He's not leading you to destruction. Yes, the path may be rigged, rigid, hard, difficult, rugged. That was really the word I was looking for. But trust what God is doing and allow it to happen. That, I think, is going to be key for you. Allowing it to happen. Yeah, and see, something that, again, that urgency, too, that, that allow, when I'm saying allow it to happen, sometimes we try to go or take it. See, that's, that's mm, ooh, Jesus. Mm. Let me break this down. The Lord just really breaking this thing down to me now. <clears throat> you know what those baby steps are? That's that fear. 
that that uh, that unsurety, and I'm going to take these little baby toddler steps, and, and that's fine. As you're getting to know something, as you're getting, as you're getting to, you know, I'm beginning to see, yeah, that's fine, you know, you know, we do that, and that's fine. But see, when that urgency increases, and you begin to really walk that thing out, and you begin, and see, we see when we're taking those baby steps, we're not allowing the processes to happen. The processes are all the other things that's out there. But when you're really beginning to take those steps and to do that mark, you're allowing the processes. You're walking in God. And see, while you're walking towards your destiny, you're allowing this person to come over at you. And see, you're going to do what you need to do. God's going to train you how to do this, whether it be pray for him or whether it get stabbed by him. But you're going to allow that process to happen because you're recognizing that it's for your good. Because see, your God will not allow that person into your life if they were not going to benefit strengthen or if you are not going to pardon to them or whatever see that's what i'm talking the process so you begin not to shield off those things that god has ordained for you to come in because there are some people that god will allow in your life to buffet and to beat you so that you can become the warrior that he's called you to be there are some things that god will allow in your life that will keep you closer to him because he recognizes if you start getting off in here too much you're going to get into yourself and that's not what he's ordained you to be Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, allowing the processes to happen so that you can experience that pain. You can experience that pleasure, and you treat it all the same. Mm, mm, mm. That urgency is taking you there. Don't run. And when I say don't run, don't set your own pace. Let God set your pace for you. Okay. Don't run from it. Don't run to it. Just walk accordingly as God tells you, and let God be God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. All right, hold up. I need to pray for no one second. Kimber. And her daughter, Father God, let the healing, ooh, Jesus, let the healing manifest. 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 Ooh, there it is right there, touching her right now. Moving, 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 moving. The word of God is entered in. The anointing is there, peace, peace that surpasses all understanding. Oh, Jesus, is a goal, Father God, shower them with your love, your grace, and your mercy, Jesus. Anoint and keep them in your holy name, it is so. Amen. Amen. And I want to say a prayer for Pam. Oh, 
Torum Give her the strength and the desire to seek. Give her the strength and desire to walk so she can do all that you're calling her to do. In Jesus' holy name it is so. Amen, amen, and amen. Okay, anybody else want prayer? Um, hmm. Did I put his name on there? I don't know if I put his name on there or not. I know I intend to do it. Um, Hodges Jr., Hodges Marshall Jr. How did it go? She should have gone around to go see. She didn't go see. You know what? Um, this is something that I'm starting to do, and you all might, uh, Felicia, and I know you definitely will understand what I'm about to say. Um, I just, like, you know, placing my cousin on a prayer list because of the way that we walk. And Felicia, you can... They done got Erica. They done pulled over. Oh, lead foot going to jail. <laughs> that was on my side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> that was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. But anyway, um... There's, you know, when I'm... Uh, certain areas of my life, because of my walk... And I recognize that, you know, I'm under attack. So I, people that the Lord has me dealing with or I feel we're going to be dealing with, I begin to place them on the list because when the enemy can't get me directly, what's the next thing he's going to do? He's going to go straight to them. Uh-huh. And, and that's why I said that. And I know you understand because you constantly with the seven degrees of separation. And we need to we need to understand that. And that's, again, even with Job and his family, I, we can see, even see that better. You know, because if he can't get you because you're standing strong, the very next thing he's going to come at those who are closest to you. And if you're mm-hmm. their, their family members or a business relationship or whatever, you need to gird them up even if they're not understanding. That's even more so if they're not understanding or, or whatever. Because, see, especially when you start trying to talk about business, and it, I, I'd say constantly that, you should be able to get healing quicker than anything else because healing is strictly between you and God and your body. Mm. Talking about healing, you're talking about a job, you're talking about anything else. It's going to require other decisions. When we talk about the free will of man, mm-hmm. we're talking about other decisions that they they have to make that will affect you. So now... Even my tenant, I put on her because when I went over there, yeah, I'm gonna just say this to make y'all laugh. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. 
I just recognize some situation. Let me pray for this fool. <laughs> I'm going to just leave that down. I ain't gossiping, but I'm like, Lord, Jesus. But, again, her, and look at that. I need her to be healthy and in the right state of mind so that she can pay rent so I can make my mortgage. See, that that's just a straight that's a straight example right there. Now she's out there the enemy grabs hold of her. I'm already in enough negativity. So the enemy grabs hold of her, then that she gonna go out there and do the dummy even some more so then she's not gonna be able to meet her obligations, which is gonna trickle down to me and I got enough fight on me. So I'm just saying how see how that affects and how we now need to be conscious on behalf of others beyond um, our immediate family. Amen. So, I thought that was a good teaching moment. I should have met moment. So, Father God, I want to lift up my cousin. Yarokoshi to kandrande to go say she did it. To go brande to go say she did it. To sa bora to share it. To kandre to go say did it. To go rompade to go All right, anybody else? Um, I do, yeah, um, my father, please. I know you usually already do it. Um, one of the things me and Cynthia were talking about the other yesterday was, um, oh, it's crowded. Um, when he was here for Thanksgiving, it was like he wasn't here. It was really weird. Like, me and her both said, um, like, he was sitting at the table, but we would, like, look toward his seat, but it didn't seem like he was sitting there. Like, it was it was really weird. And Cynthia was like, I thought you were going to bring it up. I thought I was just tired. But I'm like, no, when he was sitting there, it wasn't. it was like he wasn't even there. Mm. until he made a comment or something. And then it was just like, oh, okay, you are sitting there, you know. <laughs> so we don't know we don't know what that was. Mm-hmm. But it was like we don't know what's going on with him because he really didn't stay with us. He, was, he, he slept there, but he wasn't really with us. So, yeah. All right, I'll lift him up. Lift him up, lift him up. Let me pray for Cynthia and Felicia's papa. Oh, Rombo Seke, Yondo, Rombo Seke, Yanda, Rando, Co. Oh, Rombo, Co, Rombo Seke, Yanda, Rocopo. Oh, Randi Seke, Yondo, Rombo, Ronda, Saka. Seke, She, Yondo, Co, Rombo, Co. Name, Father, we glorify. Holy Spirit, we got out of course today. God, keep him, protect him, minister to that man of God, love on him, minister to that man of God, him, Father, minister to that man of God, draw him closer to you, Jesus, closer than he ever has been before, Father. Let him fall on and begin to recognize how he needs you in his life, Lord. 
how he needs to draw strength from you, Father, how he needs to draw encouragement from you, Lord. Minister to that man of God and keep him safe in your bosom. And we glorify your name. Amen, amen, and amen. And one more. I know you pray for Ozias, but there's something going on with him spiritually, I think. Um, I'm For me, as it seems that goes closer to me, I can never see as clearly as those who are not close to me. And um, I don't know, something's going on because he's not, I mean, he's 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 just as sweet as he can be, but there's something blocking him. Like everything with him is I forgot, um, or he doesn't do, or he's doing his own thing, you know. And I I, I want to say it's normal, but it doesn't feel normal. So, and then I'm and now I appreciate the prayer for that as well. So give me clarity on what it is. So I can I can I can fix it or work with it or whatever. All right, Vora Shedakon Rambakorajago Keep him covered. Keep him covered. Keep him that I mean basically you're right. It's it's a lot of it's normal, but if it's not covered, that's how the enemy gets in. Okay. So just keep him covered. Stand the gap, anoint, protect you know, do the things that the Holy Spirit leads you to do. But you know it's 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 okay. You know, I Morgan yesterday she came into my room, woke me up. They were fasting, woke me up about I don't know twelve, one or two in the morning. I don't know. A friend of hers got kicked out of the house and all kind of crap, and she wanted me to pray for her. Uh, okay, so I prayed for her, but it was the strangest thing because first I had to kind of you know first of all you know kind of fast. I was it was really pulling on me. That's number one. Then, two, I'm waking up. You know, I kind of just went to sleep, you know. So then, so I'm waking up. The fast is pulling on me. And then she had me to pray for her. And one of the first things that came in me was like, no, she don't want it. She She's doing, you know. And I, and I had to hunt. You know, I didn't know it was me or, you know. But anyway, I just kind of kept praying in the spirit. And then later on, the Lord was like basically... Her friend is being rebellious. How she's suffering the consequences. And so basically, even though even that, so basically, again, those you know, as our teenage years or whatever. Well, teenage hell, adults. You know, so I so anyway, the next day Morgan did something, and I, when I talked to her, because I was one day she was late for school, and two things I told her to get her butt together for, I don't want this no more. And second of all, your friends got a rebellious spirit. Don't let that inside of you. Mm. And, and, you know, and recognizing that, you know, who she, am I talking about my daughter, who she is and where she is, she can take that and process it. 
and do accordingly. You know, oh. so again, but if that wasn't revealed and I didn't give it, then it could affect her or she could end up struggling even more so with something that she might not necessarily struggle. So that's what I'm saying. But, you know, so it's just normal processes. But just okay. be on the fence, stand guard, pray for them, and just let God give you discernment about what to do. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Did, did we pray for you yet, Mr. Sayon? No, they didn't pray for me. All right. Okay. One second. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know, um, there's an old Pat Benetra song. A whole who? Oh, an old Pat Benatar oh. song um, called Warrior. And that, you know, and that's the, and that's the thing I always see when, when you're talking, especially when you're praying for everybody, you know, the warrior. And we've talked about this before. And, you know, and with warriors, what they do is they have this thing where they, um, they yell, and they they uh they are very protective. They're very protective. And what happens is, um, a lot of times with warriors they are protective but they don't feel that they should have anybody protect them. You know. They have a they have a tendency to believe that since I protect everybody, then I stand alone. And so, therefore, you know, I'm always on guard. I'm always, you know, on on um, post. But the thing is, when you're doing that, you um, you wear yourself out. You wear yourself out. And, you know, it looks like, you know, okay, I have to be on post because, you know, it's one of those things where, you're you're that uh, you're like a master sergeant, so it's like you have to delegate to other people because your post is very unique. And so, um, that being said, you really don't have downtime. You can delegate so much, but the rest of it really uh, kind of you know falls on you. Um. So we're gonna. What I pray for right now is that Lord, you will put somebody. You've been praying for late and stuff like that, you know. But you've been saying, "I'm not. I don't want no mate." <laughs> but the level that God wants to put you at is one of those ones where you, um, your your mate is 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 gonna be a necessity soon. And you um, be open to the possibilities that come your way. That's all I'm going to say on that. And Father God, for this man of God that you have made into uh, a Gideon, a man of Gideon's lineage, 
<laughs> a man of Gideon's lineage who understands it's not about the number, it's about the power of you. Father, we pray right now that you will continue to just strengthen him, gird him up. You give him vision, you give him power, you give him anointing. Now refresh and revive from the inside out, spirit, soul, and body. Father, we ask that you will cover every creak and groan in his muscles and his joints so that he'll be able to go forward this day to do whatever job that needs to be done, whatever he lays his hand on, whatever he speaks his mouth from his mouth, let it be manifested in that 2.2 seconds, oh God. Um, because we know you can do it. Wherever he has unbelief, give him belief. Wherever he has um, wherever he has uh, a soft spot, Lord, where his armor has been bruised, where he feels is beyond repair, Lord, repair the breach. Repair the breach and whatever spiritual walls that need to have the integrity fixed for his good and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 All right. Anybody else got anything? All right. Anybody else got anything going once? <laughs> going twice? <laughs> All right. Well, y'all will have a blessed weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.